When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, gang's all here. As uh, as Sedano mentioned, Scott Kaplan is in Ohio, where he's going to watch his son play That's tomorrow. Right. How you doing, Cap? I'm doing really great. How are you guys? Excellent. Glad to have you here. Um, by the way, let me point yeah, out, Game of Games is powered by Call Jacob. Winning matters. After an accident, you have to go to calljacob.com or call 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. Now, Cap, I know it makes you nervous when I say I got something I want to play. So I'm taking it upon myself <laughs> to find something every day that you and I do crosstalk that I can play to make you nervous. All right. Well, the, the re- and you know this now, John, because we said this to you yesterday. So, Ramona, we made fun of John the other day because, like, literally, this is supposed to be fun. And and look, I get the Robert Sarver story is a big story, but it's like we do stupidity on our show. Like, yeah, we don't I heard want, you guys talking. We I, don't want to do heard, Robert Sarver talk. Like, I heard Sedano and Cap talking. On the drive afterwards, and I was wondering if you were listening. I was listening. I I know that uh, so they they get mad at me when I go serious. Yeah, and they so get like mad yesterday, yesterday was great. I, like give us, Cap give us, gets mad at me when I play things. No, but give us the give no, us no, the no, uh, the Utah booby story. That was good yesterday. Uh, yeah, yeah. Th- this oh, is- and I liked I liked the Emmy Award thing where you had that inspirational uh, speech that that lady gave. I like that. Okay, now I think you're gonna like this, Cap. All right, so here's the backstory on this. Do you guys know who Max Homa is? No. He's a golfer. Max okay? He's a, a golfer, pretty yeah. good one. He won the yeah, LA, he, he won the uh, Nissan Open, the LA Open. He's a Southern California kid, went to Cal, plays on the PGA Tour. The PGA Tour is in Northern California this week. He's the defending champ, so he had to have a press conference. And so um, Homa went to Cal, and one of the um, one of the places when he when he was at Cal, Homa, um, one of his roommates was on the golf team. Was um, is playing this week in this tournament with Homa. His name is Michael Kim. Now, Michael Kim is Korean. Former Sports Center anchor? No, different guy. Oh, but Michael <laughs> Kim is Korean. Okay, and mm-hmm. so uh, Homa will tell a little bit of this story. But he he's full blooded Korean. Grew up in Korea, and they're at Cal. And he discovers one of their roommates. Homa discovers one day that Kim has kind of underhandedly found the easiest possible class he could ever take. I'll let Homa pick up the story from there. So Michael uh, moved to America from Korea when he was 12. So he speaks fluent Korean. And obviously I don't understand any Korean, it's quite complicated. So he did that, and then he's gonna be so mad I'm telling people this. And then right after, he starts recording something on his phone, and it would be like me saying, like, I drove my car to the store in Korean. And I was like, what are you doing? Uh, he said, oh, I'm in this uh, Korean 101 class that I'm not supposed to know. I'm not supposed to be fluent in this. <laughs> I'm like, you are, you are so scummy. <laughs> so what he did, Cap, he already yeah. spoke fluent Korean and took basic introduction to Korean. Like he yeah. already, he probably spoke it better than teacher. So my question for you, Cap, as a football player at the University of Pittsburgh, what yeah. was the easiest class you ever took in school? 
Uh, well, you know, we used to have these academic advisors, right? And right. they would tell us the classes that we should be taking based on the professors who were football player friendly. So I had two classes. One was called Japanese Film Study, and the other one was like an intro to economics. And it wasn't like the economics was easy. It's just that the professor, God love this guy, when he would give us tests, he would sit there at the front of the classroom. He would open up the newspaper in front of him. And the entire time we were all taking the tests, he always had the newspaper in front of him as if to say, you guys want to cheat? Go ahead and cheat. I don't care. I can't see it. I'm reading the newspaper. So, Ecom 101, Japanese film studies. Uh, Anybody beat that? What was easy well, about Japanese film study? The professor would um, have us in the room, and she would just play films. And that's all we had to do was sit there and watch <laughs> like the films. Like Godzilla versus Rodan? Huh. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know what these things were, but she, it didn't matter. She was known as a football-friendly professor. Gotcha. So that's what we were able to take. Now, I had an English class, and this professor one time, um, we had to handwrite back in the day. We didn't have computers, and we didn't type things out. We had to handwrite these essays. And I wrote the essay, and he gave me back the essay, and it was a C. He wrote C. Well, that was my grade. And he literally, I swear to you guys, he wrote this on my paper. He said, Mr. Kaplan, don't you wish you were as consistent on the field as you are in my class? Because I was just getting straight C's in this guy's class. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe this guy said it to me. Wow. That's funny. Uh, That's Sedano, great. what's the easiest class, high school or college, that you ever took? The easiest class? Yeah, you didn't have it. Like, we oh, called, we I called him a, a Mick, a I Mickey Mouse class. I took a hospitality class. management class once in college. And the guy who was the professor owned a really popular restaurant in Fort Lauderdale called the 15th Street Fisheries. And Lauderdale. A, a beautiful place. And it was just that. It was like the easiest class. I, literally, he would like, we'd go on field trips all the time. Restaurants, we'd eat, we'd have a drink. <laughs> we would just like hang out. And that was the entire class. Now, that sounds to me like if I took a Spanish, an intro to Spanish class, right? right. Like I, That would be I, the cool. Briones did it. Briones took an intro to Spanish class when he spoke full Spanish, Spanish. from the time yeah. he grew up. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I actually had a night. So I had this story the other day because I, um, I told <laughs> I was doing a um, something for work uh, on the TV side and we had to wait a really long time for the subject that we were interviewing. OK, right. And I said this and I feel like Ramona and John and, and Cap, you would appreciate this, um, that I feel like. I should be I should teach a course at a college, right? And one of the days uh, of the class, just one day randomly uh, in a particular semester, I literally just show up with like a minute to go. And the lesson is if you're going to get into journalism, you better learn to wait because you're going to wait for a long time, pretty much your entire <laughs> career. Half your yep. career is just going to be sitting around waiting for people to show up. <laughs> yeah, that's true, by the way. Um, you know, this happened to me in college. I, I mentioned this earlier in the show. I'm curious, Sonano and Cap, what you guys think. So I'm in a sociology class at UCLA, and there are two basketball players in this class with me. And, and I knew all the basketball players. So one of them says to me, Psst, Ireland. Move your elbow because I'm, I'm writing all my answers, and they want to look at my paper. So I move. I scoop my paper over to the right-hand mm -hmm. side of the table, and I move my elbow so he can see what I've written, and he just copies my answers. I maintain that I did not cheat. He cheated. Mason says, 
I'm guilty of cheating. What do you guys think? Oh, God. So you allowed somebody to cheat off of you. Correct. I and knew Mason's the, I calling knew the you answer. a cheater. Mason said in, if he was in my position, he would have blown the whistle on these two basketball players. I mean, players. Chris literally just did an intro yesterday. I know uh, a rejoin yesterday about how Mason did not tell you you were getting fired, but yet he's going to call you a cheater <laughs> right. in that situation and <laughs> right. blow the whistle? Yes. Come on. No, he would. He, he said that's cheating. You're screwing up the class. Uh, you you that I and I said I didn't cheat. They cheated. No, I don't. Who right. cares? Like you did nothing wrong. Uh, yeah, and matter of fact, George, I kept that one of those guys was our starting point guard, and I kept him on the court. He needed that's that exactly right. He See, that. I think you chose, so you did the I think right. I that's exactly right. Took one right. for the you, team, Cap. Right. Not not just the team. You were thinking about the entire university and its brand, right, whereas exactly. Mace you was trying to basketball. shut down the school. Yeah. Right. Um, the other story we had today that I thought you guys would like was, um, did you hear the Miss Bum Bum story? <laughs> um, no. I okay, so there's a contest in England, in London, called, it's the Miss Bum Bum contest, and it basically features girls who have- um, Who have the best booties. Yes. Yeah. Well said, George. Yeah. Um, now, this week, three- of the Miss Bum Bum contestants mm -hmm. issued statements, okay. and I'll just read one. This is from a woman named Andrea Sunshine. Okay. And then after Andrea did it, two other girls followed suit. Here's what she wrote. In the name of the majesty of Queen Elizabeth, the loved queen of the United Kingdom, I mourn for a week as duly followed by all who respected and loved her. So, I will put myself in sexual abstinence for this time of mourning. May God rest her soul in peace. Hashtag RIP Majesty. Hashtag London. Hashtag UK. After she did it, two other of the Miss Bum Bum contestants, and let me just say they are all highly qualified to be a finalist in this contest, uh, followed, got it, got it. followed suit and claimed they would be going on a sex fast in order to honor the late monarch. My question to the two of you is, if given the choice, is this A- a very nice patriotic act or B, a brilliant publicity stunt to promote the Miss Bum Bum contest. Sedano, what say you? I would say the latter. Um, it's really smart publicity because everybody is focusing on the queen. All these local stations, maybe not all of them, but there's like a decent amount. I know a lot of local reporters uh, around the country, just right. people I've, I've crossed paths with over the years sure. at different places. Well, and, and Ke Kelly works in local news. Right, so Kelly works in local yeah, news. But I, So I know there's at least three people that I know that work for local TV stations, okay, that are in England still, okay, for <laughs> the death of the Queen. And I'm just like, how yep. is that even possible? Uh, so, Cap, so they're taking advantage so I'm go of that. The, Cap, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going. I'm, I, I think this is uh, the first one, which is where you're honoring the monarch. You think it's a you know, patriotic like, hey, act of selflessness? Absolutely. That's yeah. right. That's exactly right. Mm. To honor the late Queen Elizabeth at 96 years old, I am going on a sex fast because uh, actually there is no because it makes no sense, but I'm just going the opposite <laughs> that side. That is what will get me attention. I mean, essentially, that's the point. I think it's a little brilliant on on the yeah, sure. by the Miss Bum Bum contestants because little, otherwise, little classless, you know. By the way, oh Cap, I'll send it to you. Oh, 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 I'm sure you it's, will. It's great. Uh,
Only in only in England would it be called something like the Miss Bum Bum competition. You know, right. like yeah. it just it sounds like people will be having tea and crumpets while it's happening too. Uh, uh, and and uh, oh whoa oh, did whoa! You, oh, I you, just googled you, it and yeah. it went right to images. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is outstanding. I'm sending the uh, the source <laughs> material to both of you guys. And uh, maybe this 2019 looked like a really good year for the Miss Bum Bum contest. Well, the uh, 2022 is not hurting for, let's just say, quality contestants. Uh, but wow. I'm with Momo. I think it is a brilliant <laughs> publicity stunt. Um, I uh, I just sent it to both of you guys. Uh, and, and so I think that's a, a uh, good job. Hey, I didn't ask you, uh, Cappy. Uh, Dennis Schroeder signing today with the Lakers means what, in your opinion? Well, uh means that the roster's been filled out now. Means that there's it now means, 14 guys on the roster and four point guards not counting LeBron. Yeah. So I mean, I guess everybody's jumping to the immediate conclusion, right? Well, if you got yeah. Dennis Schroeder, you don't you don't need Russ anymore. I mean, is that Russ and, and by the house. way, Romo and I and think, George Wright, Russ brought Russ is selling his his crib now, the the 30 million dollar crib. Everybody's really That's for sale. Into that. Yeah, I, I, he bought that house when he was in like Houston or Oklahoma City. Yeah. He, I think he just he's from That's what LA, I said. so he's gonna have a house. Right, like so what? He's right. He's probably just moving. So what is it supposed to mean? I don't, is, I don't know if it means it anything. It might mean? just mean they're putting names on the back end of the roster. Yeah, they have like more roster spots open. I mean, stop. I mean Dennis Schroeder is a is a <laughs> less Come than on. three million dollar a year player. He's a, he's not a big deal, is he? No, he's a vet but, minimum guy. Everyone they're they're signing right now is. Uh, Somebody who they don't have to commit to long term, who has some upside, I mean, and who all play this the position that he would love to play, right? Even well, though and, he plays differently, and all can I know be that. there, right? But but can be there. They'll have backups if and when they are able to move him or kick him right. off the team. So, have you ever seen somebody have a an ending or or a, a business deal go as badly as Schroeder's deal went with the Lakers? No. when he no. when oh, that know, happened. Right. When that the only up, time okay? I've ever heard about it is remember Jody Reed, the infielder for the Dodgers. Yeah, they offered him some insane long term deal. He turned it down, and the only thing he could get after he turned it down was a major league minimum deal. That's similar of what happened to Schroeder, right? So yeah, it's similar. And but the only now he's back with the Lakers. I mean, look, DeAndre Jordan. Verbally committed to the Mavericks, changed his mind, went back to the Clippers, and then a few years later ended up playing for the Mavericks. I never thought that would happen. Right. Um, I did. I the shooter thing is on that same level for me. Of of like, wow, that went so poorly, and there's definitely some a bridge that has been burned or or not or or at least damaged that you went back across, and I can't believe that happened. Well, remember, uh, Phil Jackson in his book wrote that Kobe was uncoachable and he could never handle yeah. a guy like that. And that, then Phil came back and coached Kobe yeah, again. to another title. I mean, I would, that doesn't actually shock me because, to me, those are just two strong-willed, great coach, great player. People get over those things. But when, when a business deal literally costs a guy $80 million, that's kind of hard to come back from. That, yeah, that's maybe. hard to swallow, yeah, maybe. I would say. Hey, uh, Super Cross Tracks brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. Coming up next, Sedano and Cap. Uh, Cap and we'll it, talk about Shohei Otani, like Greg says we do every day on every show. I, I, by no, the way, we really I, try to. We try to a lot. Yes, I listened to that. I thought Greg was actually very good on that producer podcast. He was good. Except the part where he said we he talked about to Shohei Otani as much as possible. Yeah, yeah that was a lie. Uh, Mason but he proved Ireland, yesterday that he knows how to do everything. Yep, He does. He tur- he fixed the television in the studio. We couldn't get uh, Fox. Because, you know, our TVs don't work other than the one right behind <laughs> you, John. <laughs> yeah. That's true. The one- we, John, we know you're trying to get out of here, John. We're trying to keep you around. We don't want oh, you to leave. Care. 
there. It's, no, no, it's, we'll let you go. But Greg, Friday. to his credit, did fix did fix the TV, and we could watch Fox 11 so we could watch the Charger Chiefs game. I fixed your white orbit. Well, I didn't. Jody did. But she somebody else fixed you your white orbit do, by your screen. In true John Ireland fashion. White claw. We should find a super controversial topic that requires a great deal of, <laughs> of restraint nuance. and nuance and bring it up right now. Right. But well, no, but, they, but I can't bring up anything serious on Sedano and Cap, and we're into Sedano no, and Cap No, because we do now. stupidity. That's what it's we do. It's the stupidity hour next Let's ESPN go. LA. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah! Come on! Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-
Packed flight except one seat. Okay. I had the only empty seat between me and this young lady last oh, night. Great. There were 38 rows in the airplane, yeah. and I was on. I was in seat 37A. Oof, she right was in, in seat back. 37C. Oh, dude. Now, did you it, choose that on purpose? Like the back of the plane? Not, re- not really. I think what happened is I booked you forgot my flight to pick on your points. Yeah. No, no. I think I booked my flight on points, and I think I got like the cheapest seat on the plane. Yeah. And like my knees were touching the seat in front of me, you yeah. know. But I will say this: there was a TV monitor in the headrest in front okay. of me. Okay. So dozing in and out of sleep. I was able to watch the Chargers get beat by the Chiefs like four times last night on my way to Cleveland, so that was kind of good. Right, which for but, you the uh, first time was great, was good enough. Oh, I was I was loving it the first time, you know. No, I know. Uh, I, saw I thought you. Andy, Re- I thought Andy Reid was going to give the game back to the Chargers when it was seventeen fourteen Chargers, and the Chiefs decided to kick a nineteen yard field goal to tie the game at seventeen apiece. I'm like, okay, wh- what are they doing here? Now, I yeah. realize they're at home, yeah. and you've got a high-powered offense on the other side. Mm-hmm. You're going to tie the game right now instead of trying to put the ball in the end zone or make them go 99 yards. But as right. it turns out, we know what happened because Justin Herbert threw that interception that went 99 yards the other way, and that's how the game ultimately yeah. really ended, at least by a score. Which we'll get to momentarily, but I'm curious. So you had this empty seat between you and this young lady. Did the armrest yeah. go up? Did you guys like go halvesies on the seat in the middle? Like What happened there? Funny you ask that because I could not get the armrests up at oh. all. Oh. Could not get them up. So I mm. sat there in my little seat. I tried to cross my legs. Then my left leg fell completely asleep <laughs> and my left butt cheek fell asleep. So like I was battling like the pins and, and needles in my left butt cheek. Were you window or I? Yeah. Yeah. I was window. Oh. Yeah. Well, on a night flight, that's See, I don't mind flying. the window. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't mind the window because I don't ever get up and go to the bathroom on a flight. So I was like, I'm fine over here on the window. I mean, but, you know, you are of a certain age, like the bathroom time, especially at night, you know. True. And you and me and Lindsay had just gone for ice cream and I had a milkshake. Right. And there were um, there were fumes coming from the area where I was sitting. Oh, no. And there were a lot of people sitting around me going, dog, you hell? didn't do that. You didn't fart on a plane, did you? And then, like, blame it on not, not someone else. Well, I just kept looking around like everybody else, like, who the hell? Yeah. Who, who the hell needs like an adult diaper around here? You know, like oh I was, God. everybody was looking around like who to blame. So I just looked around like as if who to well, blame. But it was me. At, at dinner, we went to Hennessy's Tavern in Manhattan Beach. Yeah. Because you were going to the airport and you right. had a burger with like protein mm-hmm. style. We also ordered yep. some nachos that uh, we yeah, all split. And they, there was plenty of beans in those nachos too. And let's, let's right, not forget right. it. And so you had a yeah. burger, all right? Then you had mm-hmm. beans with nachos, uh, and yep. then you had a chocolate milk milkshake at an ice cream place. Right. So I was just killing them in the back of the plane. Just right. killing them, George. Yeah. And the diet, apparently, was dead, too, yesterday. There was that. Part. Well, but I didn't. But, you know, at least I had the the, the protein-style burger. You know you what did. I mean? I didn't have yeah. the bread. That was, that was kind of my thing is no carbs nachos, after three, even though. though I ate those nachos. Yeah, I didn't yeah. care. I was like, you know what? Screw it. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow. So you you yeah. were farting, and then what happened? So like, what what was what next? So, right. So and, and it, so everybody in the whole plane, like, because you know we're way in the back of the plane, and um and all these people are like, I'm not joking. They're like, everybody's looking around, trying to make eye contact. Like, is it you? Is it you? Who is it? Who is making the back of the plane smell this way? And so I just jumped in with everybody else, and I was like looking around, like, could it be her? Maybe it's her. 
got to be this guy over here. This, this guy over here with the goatee with no mustache, you know, it's got to yeah. be him. That's, mm-hmm. that's the culprit right over there. And in the meantime, of course, very proudly, I was sitting there going, it's me. Yep, me. This is all me. Kevin, 37A. Like a that's me. In front, in like public, you should take some lactate. So then it'll. You think so? It'll help. Yeah, it'll help alleviate that problem. So did you? You didn't admit that it was you, though. No, no, no. I didn't admit it to anybody. I just, just proudly sat there. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was like, yeah. And I was wearing a mask. Like I decided to wear a mask into LAX, and then I wore a mask still the entire right. flight. Yeah. Yeah. And right, because I would like pull the mask away from my face a little bit just to get a little in. You know what I'm saying? Just right, to right. kind of get a whiff of so, what was yeah, going that, on. That's like the perfect way to do it, right? Because then if it's like right. if you're smelling it through the mask, then people are like, oh, it can't be him. Right, right, exactly. So, yeah, I was pretty proud of myself last night. It was a pretty good effort, solid. Yeah. And um, slept the whole way through for the most part. I mean, woke up. I was like, oh, it's the second quarter. Okay, Chargers have a lead. Then I would wake up. Oh, now, did you fart quarter. in your sleep Chiefs or did you lead. fart when you were awake, like early in the flight? I'd say both. I'd say probably both. <laughs> Yeah, you both. no shame whatsoever. <laughs> no, none. And and by the way, you know, it's loud in an airplane, you know, so yeah. it wasn't like I was trying to like, like make it like, oh, geez, I don't want this. I don't want anybody to hear this. I was like, you didn't want to go roll, silent, but dude. deadly. You didn't put the silencer. No, on? no, <laughs> no, no. I was just I let it go completely. Hmm. Totally let it go. Oh, no. Yeah. Remind me never to fly. But it was a good time last. You. Yeah, it was a good time last night, though, uh, going to Hennessy's. That was a great place, and uh, Manhattan Beach was going off on a Thursday night, man. Every place was packed, and the game was on, and people were cheering and having a great time. And then George said to us, hey, you guys want to have dessert? And, of course, my natural inclination, given that I'm on a diet, was like, no, I really don't want a dessert. But then George told us about, like, the greatest ice cream place on the planet, so we it went is. there. And then I, I got an $8.50 chocolate shake. Yeah. eight fifty. It's a lot for a shake. It's, but was it good? I feel like. It was really good. Yeah. Really good. So then it was an expensive shake though for eight dollars and fifty cents. But I you mean, were buying I paid so what for did the, matter? You paid for dinner, thank you, but I paid for dessert, so Right. You didn't yeah, pay so for I the eight dollars and fifty cent shake, so go ahead. No, but Enjoy I felt it. really bad because you you and Lindsay both got something and then they were like, Hey, it's twenty bucks and I'm like, Yeah, yeah but half the, of what well, Lindsay and I got was seven dollars. So what's the difference? What's eight dollars and fifty cents at that point? I know, right? So yeah, it was a good night. Got here to Cleveland, landed at about six AM in the morning. And then um, went out to my buddy's place where I'm staying, and I crashed for like four hours or so. And then uh, got up, came into downtown Cleveland. Shockingly, George, you've been to Cleveland before, right? Yeah, it's been a while, though. Okay, I haven't been to Cleveland in 20-plus years. And so I know Cleveland is like a very obvious place that people like to make fun of. They're like, oh, it's the armpit of America, Cleveland. I don't ever want to go there. Cleveland's very nice-looking town. I mean, old school American city, but the river is beautiful. And I'll tell you where I'm broadcasting from today, the Good Karma Brand Studios. It is like the L.A. Live of Cleveland restaurants and bars and lots of action going on. And people yeah, are trying to suck up that, every basically. last bit. Oh, did he? I mean, pretty much. I mean, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, people are trying to suck up the remaining parts of summer because it's still really warm outside. People are yeah. on their boats. They're on jet skis. I mean, it's really nice. I mean, all things considered, of course, it's. September, not December, but very nice day today here in Cleveland. Well, there you go. I'm in Lindsay's crib. Oh, and, and by the way, I did get a pedicure today. I saw that. Um, and this, this lady used that cheese grater on my right heel. Oh, what a relief, dude. Beautiful. Now I got nice, smooth heels for at least a little bit of time. But she used that oh, cheese gross. grater and went to work on me, George. 
she looked traumatized in the picture. She looked like she was scared for her life. Yeah, she did definitely feel like she. Yeah, but I'll tell you guys right now, and I didn't want to take pictures, but my buddy who was sitting next to me, his feet are a hundred times more disgusting than mine. And that's again, I've told you, I got a good left foot, a gross right foot. My buddy's feet, disgusting, really gross. So I felt like I could put my feet up against his feet, and these girls were like, "We could handle his if they could handle his." That make any sense? I mean, I guess. Yeah. So. Psyched to be in your hometown, though, Linz. Looking forward to those bomb tacos. Yeah, I'm excited for you to try them because I think they're really good. And I, I think that if you enjoy them, too, I'll say you have great taste. Okay, looking forward to it. Speaking looking of looking to forward to it, it is Friday, and I'm looking forward to a mm-hmm. number of things. And uh, I, I do want to get – we are going to get into a couple things. I want to get into the Chargers game from yesterday because there, I have some observations, not only from the game, but from where – the just kind of the town, right? At least where we were, right? And how people were experiencing the Chargers. And I feel like that is a worthwhile discussion because I feel like we've had it a lot about like where they are in the pecking order of teams per se. So we can get into some of that a little bit, plus the game part of it. Dennis Schroeder back with the Lakers, maybe even a little Triple G and Cappy's friend Canelo. So we got all that stuff coming up here uh, over the next hour or so. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Come on. Beep bop boop bop ba da boom ba dum beep boom bop bop beep 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 boom beep hip boop ba da hip to the hip the hip hip hop and you don't stop but rock to the bang bang boogie set up jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie the beat come on george yeah boom bam beep ba dum ba dum boom boop ba dum bam boom boom now what you hear is not a test i'm rapping to the beat See me, my crew, and my boys. I don't know the words to this part of the song. Yeah. Do, do. Let me see if I can get it. See, I am Wonder Mike, and I'd like to say hello to the black, to the white, the red, and the brown, to the purple and yellow. But first, I got to bang, bang, boogie to the boogie, say up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie. Don't stop. You don't stop. Rock the rhythm that make that body stop. Now, so far, you heard my voice, but I brought two friends along. And next on the mic is my man, Jorge. Come on, huh, George? Sing that song. <laughs> Anybody know uh, this Cappy. song? That was pretty good, Gab. That was pretty Not good. Not bad, Cappy. Because here's the thing. Need a little practice. I'm out of breath. There's, you know, there's a lot of music you don't know. But when you know it, you can belt it out. I'll give you that. Love this song. Old school. Yeah. I mean, like the original, right? See? I mean, isn't this where it really all started? 
1979. Yeah. yeah. The Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah. I purposely did the instrumental. Oh, man. Love this song. Yeah. You know what? I love, Cappy, when we give stuff away to the folks. And all this week here on Sedano and Cap, we're giving away passes to a behind-the-scenes tour of SoFi Stadium. You can get an exclusive look at the areas of the stadium, including the team locker rooms, the premium suites, the post-game interview rooms. You can run through the players' tunnel and more. Listen throughout the show all week long. Uh, well, actually, just today at this point because it's Friday. And uh, just hang out because in the last hour, we're going to give you a chance to win. So make sure you're tuning in in the last hour if you want that SoFi Stadium tour. So there you go. So much fun. Laura and I did it last year. We uh, toured the suites. And I, I guess, you know, George, we shouldn't really assume, right, that just because there's been, I don't know how many, you know, games and events and everything. I mean, most people have not been in SoFi Stadium yet. So if you haven't Correct. been, I mean, this is really a great opportunity to get to see what the stadium looks like when it's not filled with people. So stay tuned because that's a really good good prize to win. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Now, Cappy, when we were at the game yesterday, there were a lot of people, or at, at the game, at the at the bar watching the game. Now, granted, it's yeah. Manhattan Beach, but to your point, it was packed. A lot of people were out. Thursday night, there's always people out anyway, but there were, it seemed like at least where we were, there was a lot of people tuned in, focused on the game. Now, do you, now there were some people that seemed like they were Charger fans there, but do you believe that the overwhelming majority of the people that were there watching that game that seemed to be very into the game were into it because they were Charger fans, they were into it because they just liked football and they were out on the town, or B, or C, excuse me, maybe they had some, uh, you know, some cash on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, first of all, George, I don't know if you noticed, but um, there were like four guys sitting behind me. You and Lindsay were sitting on one side watching the TVs over me, and I was sitting across from you guys and looking at the TV above you guys. Mm -hmm. There were like four drunk dudes that were like in college and i looked at them and they were all like in their 40s and they were acting like they were in college i mean they were wasted yeah. and screaming yeah. and like really annoying and i was like am i gonna have to kick everybody's ass here tonight or what no that thankfully was not. i restrained myself of course that was, yeah, that was never, never gonna, gonna happen, happen. Yeah. Yeah. no that yeah. wasn't gonna happen was it yeah. well i thought i had backup i i knew i had Lindsay with me you yeah. know and if i had to kick a little ass i mean i knew she could throw hands you know and then of course with you and your karatai Right. Um, you know, I figured, yes. you know, you could also you could also handle some biz <laughs> yes. if, if you needed to. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there it was. I will say this. Um, we we're in this bar last night, the restaurant and TVs are all on the game. And there was a lot of energy yeah. around the game. Mm -hmm. And I, I I'm with you. I, I couldn't really tell. I'm like, so are these Charger fans? Are they football fans that are cheering for a good game? Are they people that have money on the game, and that's why there's so much emotion? It's it's not like people were wearing jerseys, you know. I didn't see like a bunch of Herbert jerseys rocking in the bar, but I the, all I can say is this: there was a lot of energy for what was a really great Thursday night football game, at least where we were last night. What'd you think? Yeah, I thought so too. I was stunned at how many people were into the game. Because the assumption is, hey, nobody really cares about the Chargers. And, and I don't know. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe there are people who have, it's grown on them or they've jumped on the bandwagon because they like Justin Herbert. Because when Herbert went down, a lot of people in there were freaking out. And even so were we, obviously. We're like, oh, no, like that. No one ever wants to see an injury. But and then he came back in and he did not look right after that. Now we've found out he's got, uh, you know, broken uh, rib cartilage or a fracture in his rib cartilage. There was a play in particular where Herbert, this is after he's gone down and he's holding onto his ribs 
and he he has the ball and he's rolling to his right. And I don't know if you remember this play, George. Yeah, he literally grabbed, he threw it down him. to the ground, basically. Right. There was nobody around him. He could yeah. have kept on running and easily have picked up five, six, yeah. seven yards before anybody would have gotten to him. Threw an incompletion. And he threw the ball yeah. into yeah. the ground. Yeah. And he kind of had like a look like, like almost like with his hands in the air, like, what am I doing? I don't know. I mean, the kid was hurt. And yet yeah. it was interesting because I'll give him credit because he's a very tough kid. Um, later in, in the game, he wound up throwing an incredible pass down the pipes and over a DB. And, I mean, just a beautiful dime that he threw. But listen, um, he played through some injury, he played through some pain, but it wasn't nearly enough, apparently, for the Chargers to overcome the Chiefs, who, by the way, they had a chance. I mean, they, they're on the road, they've got him down, and Andy Reid decides to go for three to tie the game, and the Chargers start driving, and just as it looks like they're about to score a touchdown and take the lead, they wind up throwing a pick six that goes 99 yards the other way, to a kid, by the way, who's a, a seventh-round or sixth-round draft choice defensive back playing in his first game in Arrowhead Stadium, 99 yards to the house. Yeah. So a great win for Kansas City. And, now, was that um, a good loss for the Chargers since the Raiders had a good loss in week one? Well, I guess I have to be consistent, don't I? Because <laughs> I'm curious, right? Uh, Laura, am I correct that he called it a good loss for the Raiders in week one against the Chargers? He did. Yeah. And then I had your back and you yeah, let me down. Yeah, you did let her down. There well, was that part of the equation I, as well. So. I said good loss because it's like, you know what? They didn't really play that well and they were still in it and they still had a chance. Right. So did and the Chargers. Same goes, yeah, yeah, same goes for the Chargers. They had that game and they, they couldn't put it away and they're on the road. But I will say this. I mean, they've beaten mm. the Chiefs. I think two the last two years, they've beaten the Chiefs in Kansas City. They have. So yeah. that's a game. that's a game the Chargers, if they would have won – this everybody in in the world of football would have been like, oh, oh, hey, the Chargers, listen, it's, it, right? The Bills and the Chargers; those are the two teams in the AFC. But now, I think, I think most of us probably look at the Bills and the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is amazing. He is truly incredible to watch play. He's phenomenal. He's ridiculous. He really is, though. <laughs> like, there's really no other way to describe him. Like he is Dude, insane guy, with what he can. The do guy's with amazing. The now, George, one thing I want to tell you that you don't know Whoa, is okay. that last night, as you were driving to Manhattan Beach, mm-hmm. I got into Lindsay's new whip. I, the, the sled, as you called it. Right. Lindsay is an amazing driver because she can multitask like you've never seen anybody. Now, I know a lot of people get nervous when I drive. Yeah. Because I will answer texts and I right. will play with the radio and, yeah. and I'll multitask while I'm driving. And if you're a passenger in my car, you could get very nervous. Mm-hmm. Lindsay is yeah. GPSing. Yeah. She's Amazon priming. No way. She has no dude. She has no idea where she's going because she, she relies exclusively on her GPS. She doesn't know anywhere where she's going. So I was sitting in the passenger seat and was probably more nervous as Lindsay's passenger than I was or I am when my 15 and a half year old who's getting ready to get a driver's license drives. Now you realize fact, because one we point, were all going to the same place. You could have literally just said, Hey, you know what? How about I go? I, you could have gone with me. That probably would have been a good idea. What? Cause at least I knew where I was like, going. You're acting like I'm right. a bad driver or something. No, no. Oh no. You're actually the opposite. You're an amazing driver, but it was just terrifying. for you to be able. Yeah. Well, I mean, Linz, you're Amazon priming. You want, 
Dude, she wait, wait, wait. To what watch did, the game wait. while she was driving? <laughs> what did you wa- what did you order on Amazon Prime while you were driving? No, no. no was, she was watching the game. Caleb, yeah. Oh. Oh. Well, I thought she was like ordering phone. stuff for her house. Like, no, yeah. no, she wasn't ordering anything. She was trying to watch the game. Right. So she's trying to watch the game. She's trying to GPS. She can't get the game to come up on her screen, but she can't get the GPS because she doesn't know which Hennessy she's going to. And then at one point, Lindsay and I pull into like the MTS lane. We're sitting behind a bus. <laughs> yeah, you're, People are like, you're in the bus. bus lane. I heard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. well, so Is that before or after you called me? <laughs> it was probably right after. Yeah. Right after. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. So yeah. I was like. You gave me your fast pass, and you're like, just stay to the left the whole time and go in the fast lane. And I, there's a part where there was a fork, and I was like, Captain, which way do I go? And you was like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When the one, right. I don't the, know. I'm the, watching the game. I don't know. When the 110 <laughs> splits up, yeah. <laughs> but you could have gone all the way to the left and gone the 105 and then come. That's what I did. I took the 105 west. But what's funny is we ended up right behind you as soon as we got off the freeway. We no, I did. I noticed that. Traffic light. Yeah. yeah. So it all I noticed out. That. It was fine. Yeah. I'm a good driver, Cap. But I noticed, I was like, where but are I, they? Like, when I was on, when I got yeah. on the 105, I'm like, where did they go? Like, did they keep going down the 110? Like, what happened there? And, but I gotta uh, say, like, yeah. like the game, but the game being on Amazon Prime, George, you know how mm. you guys always tease me about my my inability to utilize technology. Yes, I was able to watch the game on my phone while in Lindsay's, you know, passenger seat. Yeah, I've heard so many complaints today from what I'll call older folks in the media, fetching and complaining about Amazon Prime. Okay, about let, how let's, nobody let, can find it. Let's talk about that on the other side a little bit, and let's get a little deeper into the game. Uh, and I do want to get into Schroeder and Canelo and Triple G and all this stuff going on this weekend. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oh, Mexican Independence Day, no? This, That's there we right. Go. Vamos. Andale. Very nice. Time to get down. Hold on, Cappy. Now, Laura, when you were growing up, how many times does this song play at like uh, family gatherings? I'm just curious. A lot. Sometimes twice. Right, that's what I yeah. figured. Yeah, anything Vicente Fernandez, anything and like then, that. Yeah. Right, twice usually because after the, uh, you know, after the food had already been made and people had eaten, there mm-hmm. was more beers or cocktails uh, being had, and uh, you know, people want to sing some more. Always, yep. Yeah, I miss those days though. Yeah. You can't really have that, uh, you know, the carne asada. I mean, you could in your apartment, but it's not the same. No, man. I was telling my mom that. I said, I I always, I never lived in an apartment in my entire, but we've always yeah. lived in houses. And yeah. I wanted to have that experience Yeah. until I wanted to have a barbecue. And then, and then like you a realize community I can't do thing. that. And I was yeah, like, yeah. Uh, no, I can't do that. No. So I'm guessing they don't allow you to do any of that stuff on the balcony, so. No, like people have tried and then you hear that dun 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 the knock, you know, like hey, yeah. you can't have that. Yeah. Sucks. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Yeah. So why don't you tell them when they knock on your door, you're like, hey, don't worry about me barbecuing here. Go fix the <laughs> elevator, pal. Yeah, so it'll go on a ride for fifteen <laughs> minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I saw my neighbor. To worry today. About maintenance, man? I saw my neighbor today, like this his dog loves me. 
And his little dog like ran up to me and I was like, oh, how cute, whatever, right? And we're catching up and I'll, he's like, oh, how are you liking it? Because they, they met me when I moved in like the first month. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to move. <laughs> he's like, really? That bad? I was like, yeah, I, I'm trying to leave. Really? Are you trying to move out really that quickly? I, I mean, you know, I don't want to break my lease, but um, yeah, in six months I'm out. Out. Yeah, you're just going to find really? somewhere else? Yeah, I'm just probably going to get closer to like here downtown i mean i'm already in downtown but even closer. right but closer to work you're saying uh-huh where i could just walk yeah mm-hmm. it's expensive though that sounds good yeah sorry uh, not I, to be a downer <laughs> uh, no no it's no downer do your thing you know um it is na- um, what other day is it today it's also national <laughs> oh it's also national guacamole day there's a oh, lot of national days today guacamole. a lot yeah. That'll be great. On National yeah. Mexican Independence Day and on National Guacamole Day, I'm going to have the best tacos on planet Earth. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Right here tonight in Cleveland. Yes. Um, and and you know that Lindsay ordered me tacos. I didn't send you oh, guacamole. Sure, I, didn't, I didn't think to do that. I forgot. Yeah. My four-year-old Lindsay can't ordered pronounce. me tacos. She did? What kind can't of tacos did you order? I don't know. What would you order, Lindsay? I ordered, so I ordered you two because there's, you know, they're they're not huge, but they're not small. And I got you some queso and cheese. I mean, or queso and oh, chips. Oh, wonderful. Um, so one of them is Love a taco it. that I always order. It's their, um, it's like Coca-Cola marinated steak. And then it has like pineapple salsa and like honey chipotle sauce. And then the other one is like the, I think I got you the braised beef. But yeah, you have to let me know when, when, when okay. you try them. Okay, I will. George, what were you saying about who can't pronounce what? Uh, my son doesn't know how to pronounce guacamole because he's four years old. He's four. <laughs> uh, but he, he calls say? it makale. Makale? Yeah. <laughs> he will, he will I will open a bag of chips for that kid and, and just put like the guacamole that you get from like the grocery store in the plastic bin or whatever, and he will go to town for like half an hour. Yo, let me get some of that makale over yeah. here, please. Yeah. Yeah, and now that he's big enough to open the uh, fridge and like and like kind of stand on the bottom, and he can reach the top for the most part, then he can just serve Mm -hmm. himself. The only thing he needs is someone to open the bag of chips for him. Can I just say how cute that video was? What video? The video of him him trying to play volleyball. So cute. Yeah, I was like, oh. The girl who was teaching, trying to teach him, is uh, a her. She's the sister of a friend of Aria's, of my oldest daughter, Um, and her sister plays. That girl plays volleyball. And uh, was trying to teach him, and yeah, he, he wasn't. He did okay the first time, and then after that, it just kept pretty progressively worse. But anyway, why has he um, got blue hair today? He got blue hair because they painted at school apparently, and the paint got on the hair. So cool, yeah. That's what happens when right you're on. three, you know. Mm-hmm. So, Cappy, Almost we four. were gonna we were gonna talk about uh, we were talking about the Chargers, and you had a question. Did I? You don't, re- you don't remember it? Yeah. No. No, I don't. <laughs> what, We're off to a resounding start here on the show today. Yeah, it's Friday. It's Friday afternoon, you know? Yeah. The question uh, was about, do you remember? Oh, oh, yes. I, now I got it. Just came back you. to me. You ready? Okay. I want to say something. So I'm really proud of myself that I have been able to find out how to use Amazon Prime on my smart TV. Oh, right. And it was as simple as saying yeah. to my remote control, Amazon Prime, and it popped up. And where I'm really proud of myself is that I remembered my password so that I could get into Amazon Prime. Now, take it a step beyond. 
I downloaded the Amazon Prime app on my phone and used it. And then even yesterday while we were in studio, I put AmazonPrime.com on my computer and used it there as well. I hear a lot of people around the country, including our colleague at ESPN, Chris Mad Dog Russo, ranting and raving and screaming about how nobody can find Amazon Prime. Ah, nobody can. They paid a billion dollars for 13 games. Ah. Um, what the? Listen to me. Well, that was him. That's if what he said. He doesn't really do. sound like that. He sounds more like this. Well, and nobody can see Amazon Prime. I don't even understand it. They paid a billion dollars for it. How can you not get the game? Right. So, yeah. So, you know, a couple of different versions of the same thing. So, dude, really? Was it that hard? I mean, if if I could, this is the way I always measure You're, you're not, if, not technologically savvy at all. Therefore, if I can do it everybody should be able to do it. Can we concur on that? Can we agree? Can we come to some middle ground on that? Uh, yeah, I would agree. Oh, they paid a million dollars. You can't buy Amazon. Relax. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. If I can do it, you can do it. It really what? isn't that difficult. I don't even understand. Go ahead, Lindsay. I'm sorry. One of the things that I think is very interesting is the amount of people who don't realize that if you shop on Amazon and you you use like the Amazon Prime delivery service, which let's be honest, I would probably guess that like 90% of the people who buy things on Amazon have the Prime membership. Right. You know, because so you, you get, might as well. It's just you right. know, yeah, yeah. the cheaper delivery, whatever. Anybody who has a Prime delivery membership has access to Amazon Prime video. Correct. Yeah. And nobody seems to know that. Well, the one thing I will say is this, that if you don't have like a really strong or fast Internet at your house or wherever you're choosing to watch this, then you might have a gripe about buffering or whatever. But I watched this game last night on my phone while Lindsay was driving. So I watched it with cell service and it was great. And I'll say one other thing, George. You know, I kind of felt like maybe, maybe I, and this is only from me, typecast Kirk Herbstreet as a college football analyst. You I know told what? you. I, I thought I him and you. Al Michaels sounded great. I, I watched the preseason game um, that they did, the Niners and the Texans, and I told you, Kirk is going to be great. Think about it. He's been do How long has Kirk Herbstreet been calling college football at this stage? It's got to be, I mean, listen, it, it, it's got to be 30 years, really. I mean, yeah, maybe not that long, but close to it, you know? Because I think Herb Street and I were freshmen. I remember just I know we played against each other in college, Ohio State and Pitt. But um, he's been calling he, college football games for fifteen years. So basically, every dude in the league is, a, is 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 somebody he's called their games already. But not only that, I as a viewer would hear Kirk Herb Street call the biggest college football games, and now when I hear him call the biggest NFL games, I don't think to myself, "Ugh, college football guy calling NFL." I what I hear is TV pro. Yeah. With the greatest TV pro. And right. I thought the broadcast was really good last night. Yeah, they are. They're excellent. I don't think there's any question about it. Um, we'll update what's going on with Justin Herbert because we've got some news from Lindsay Theory. Plus, I want to get into the Lakers and Dennis Schroeder. And we actually have news on Matthew Stafford that we got to get to here in a little bit. So uh, stay tuned for that because I found this out today and I was like, whoa, wait a second. What? Just when we thought we knew everything about Matthew Stafford's elbow, apparently there's something new. So we're back in dos minutos.